JP, always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, and here we are. Uh, the Jags are going to Houston in week five. The Jags have now dropped three in a row. The Texans have dropped four straight to start the season, and then they fired their head coach. Bill O'Brien did not make it to week five. He was fired Monday. Romeo Cornell is the interim head coach. I'm interested in what kind of short-term boost this could give the Texans, especially since they play the Jaguars twice in a five-week span coming up here. I think it will give them a little bit of a, a shot in the arm, a little bit of energy. I think anytime you make a change like this, especially so early in the season, it's a wake-up call. And even before he was let go, you heard J.J. Watt say after the game Sunday, something needs to change. And it did. So I, I think that the team will have a little bit of energy coming out on Sunday uh, today against the Jags. I, I really do feel that this will help Houston to what degree can they win the game? There's, there's still a lot of things they need to correct with that team and that organization. But in the short term, JP, I agree that this should help Houston against Jacksonville. You know, from the outside looking in, I mean, they won four division titles under O'Brien. It's not like they didn't have success, but when they got to the postseason, obviously a lot of quick exits for Houston. And then you hear the stories of the internal, the infighting, and even up to this week with J.J. Watt and Bill O'Brien on the practice field going at it, apparently. So it seems like it was a little deeper and longer than just an 0-4 start there to, to get this done. Yeah, and, and, and you and me are not in that building, so we just have to go by what we read and see and hear. So it does seem like the locker room was lost a little bit based yeah. on what we've read. Again, not in that locker room. You know, I, I think the climate was, was sour. I think that a lot of these moves that Bill O'Brien, the general manager, made have hurt the team that Bill O'Brien coached. And when you, when you mortgage so much for short-term success, knowing that the future is going to be difficult, I mean, the next GM of this team is going to have his hands full. So I, I do believe that, um, that there was just enough buildup. It's not just because of four straight losses. This was kind of just the end of the, end of the string after what has been uh, really an up-and-down time for O'Brien in Houston. Andrew Catalan with us. CBS Sports has the play-by-play -play of today's Jaguars-Texans game. Well, this is a Jaguars team that, on the defensive side, last week battled a handful of big injuries. A bunch of guys left the game, especially in the second half. And it was a youth movement of sorts to begin with. But when you start losing veterans like DJ Hayden, Miles Jack especially, it became apparent quickly in the second half last week, Mixon started to run wild that the, some of those guys you have to have on the field to, to really have a chance for success. Yeah. I mean, I think this is especially where the lack of a preseason can hurt a team like Jacksonville, right? I mean, they just, their depth is so untested at this point of the season they don't have though as many game reps as you'd want from a rookie class and I do give Doug Marone a lot of credit I, I do think that more so than other organizations he found ways in the summer to try to create opportunities they kept 90 for a while a lot of teams did not do that so I do give him credit for doing whatever he can during this crazy 2020 but now here we are in Cincinnati last week and you've got guys that you know, just really haven't played so much that are out there for the first time. So, you know, they're young. We know that. They're raw. I think they will get better. But early in the season, they're not really built to withstand some key injuries like this. 
Deshaun Watson holds the ball a bit. Uh, a few years ago, he, he led the league in, in sacks. And then this year, he has the most sacks so far in uh, 2020. It was 16 sacks this year. He likes to run the ball when he can. This was the storyline last week, too. The pass rush was getting to Burrow the first three weeks of the season. Jags couldn't get home on him except for one time on a sliding sack. How difficult is it to contain Deshaun Watson Obviously, the the future is around him in Houston, Andrew. Yeah, no, I think that that Jags pass rush really has to uh, to find a way to get after him. The opportunities are there. It's not like it's a dominant offensive line. They do have the left tackle and Tunsil, but there's opportunities, and we just haven't seen Jacksonville get after him. I, you know, that's part of his brilliance is his ability to hold on to the football and make plays. But so far this year, it hasn't worked out for him. He's done that in the past. We haven't seen it as much in 2020. So there's opportunities to get after him. And you look at that Jaguars front. I mean, Taven Bryan, to me, is a guy. Like, we, we got to start seeing something out of him. They've got to get pressure on the quarterback. I think that the way that Todd Wash operates – he needs that, that front to, to really get after Watson for this game in week five. Andrew Catalan with us, CBS Sports. The Jaguars offense has some pieces. This is a, can be a fun group to watch at times, at least you know through four weeks of the season so far. James Robinson's been a great addition. LaVisca Chenault's playing all over the field when he's healthy. He came out of the game last week. DJ Chark, obviously a difference maker. We saw that last week when he returned to the lineup. And then you never know with Gardner Minshew and, and Minshew mania. This is a, a fun group with Jay Gruden pushing the buttons on the sideline here. It has a chance to do things week to week. That uh, it's, it's a fun 60 minutes, let's say that. It's funny. I did a, I did a radio interview uh, earlier this week because I called Baltimore, Washington last Sunday. And, and the host said it must be fun announcing a Lamar Jackson because you just never know when he's going to rip off a 50-yard run or some incredible play. And I'm not comparing Lamar Jackson and Gardner Minshew. But there is some element of that when you call Minshew and this Jaguars offense because – is he going to come out and go 19 to 20 and throw four touchdowns? I mean, I just still feel like he's such an exciting and intriguing player. And as you mentioned, JP, the pieces around him this year really make for a, a fun day on offense. I mean, I was there in Tennessee in week two when they lost 33-30. I mean, they put up 30 points that day. And James Robinson continues to be a great story. I think Chark continues to emerge as one of the better receivers in the AFC. Keelan Cole has found a little something. Chenault, I think, will only get more on his plate as the season goes along. So I agree that there's a lot of intrigue and interest with this offense, and they are capable of scoring a lot of points. All right, final thought with you here, Andrew. On the other side of the ball, J.J. Watt is still suiting up for the Houston Texans. And he may not be playing at the, the caliber he was some years ago. That's otherworldly where he won three defensive player of the year awards. But if you underestimate him, he'll be standing over the quarterback after a sack or standing in the end zone with a football. His motor never stops, and, and he's the guy that makes Houston tick on defense. Yeah, a couple things. You know his competitiveness. He can't be happy to be 0-4. In fact, he said as much after the game last Sunday. The other thing is he's only two sacks away from 100 for his career. And I know he's not a guy that really feeds off of personal achievements, 
but there's no doubt that he's got to be thinking about that. And wouldn't he love to knock them both out against Jacksonville, a team where he has sacked their quarterback 16 times in his career. So I think that J.J. Watt will never have – you'll never have to push him to get up for a game. He'll be fired up to go against Minshew and the Jags. Andrew, great stuff as always. Appreciate your time and have a great call. All right, JP. Thanks, pal.